My entitled sister completely ignores my boyfriend's medical emergency and demands that I go on a trip with her despite my boyfriend being in so much pain. Here's what happened. So I have two sisters and both of them are equally entitled but in completely different ways. This story, however, is about my oldest sister who's 31 years old. Some important background information is that at this time, my long-distance boyfriend had been staying with me while doing landscaping favors for my mom. We had been dating for a few months, but he had been my friend for years, and my parents both liked him very much. Now, my sister and I had been planning a trip to a nearby city for a few days. It was a very last-minute decision and something I was looking forward to, even if it meant having to follow my sister around all day. My boyfriend was going to stay at my house while I went out for the day, and we were just going to have some sister time. This was all until the day before I was supposed to leave, when my boyfriend became very sick. He was having stomach pain, going in and out of consciousness, and he was convulsing at one point. I told my sister that as soon as he started displaying symptoms that I may not be able to go. She dismisses my concerns and tells me that he just drank too much and that he will be fine. As a side note, neither of us went drinking the day before. As the day goes on, he just gets worse and I begged him to let me take him to the ER. However, this was at the start of COVID madness and he kept refusing saying that he doesn't want to spend all his parents' money or to catch COVID and risk bringing it back to me. The night comes and he can barely sleep because of the pain. When morning comes, my sister acts as if nothing is wrong and tells me that he will be over it soon. My boyfriend is still very, very sick and I don't feel comfortable leaving him. I text my sister saying that I will not be able to go and she absolutely loses her mind. She yells at me about how irresponsible we both are and about how selfish and inconsiderate my decision is. She starts spam calling my parents' house and eventually my mom steps in and tells me she will handle it. My mom eventually agrees to go with my sister in place of me so they can have a mother and daughter day. Apparently, the entire drive up there, my sister was on the phone with her friend complaining about me while barely speaking a word to my mom. A couple of hours later, my mom arrives home early and I ask her what happened. Apparently, on our sister trip, where I wasn't allowed to invite my boyfriend or friends because it was meant for us, she had invited three of her other friends who I didn't know to meet us there. My mom felt like a third wheel, which is why she left early. Also, my sister's diagnosis of my boyfriend was completely wrong. I mean, honestly, who could have guessed? And he turned out to have a stomach ulcer, which took months of medicine and pain to heal. She never apologized for the way she acted, and after a week of ignoring me, she pretended it never happened. In her mind, she is always the victim. Even when everyone tells her that she's wrong, she says, you're all ganging up on me. And this is just one of the many reasons why I choose not to talk to her. How entitled can you possibly be where you not only lie to your sister about the intent of your trip together but also pretend like someone else's medical emergency is not a good enough reason to skip out of some kind of event? I mean, you have to be really that far gone to act like other people's medical emergencies are not that important just so you can get your way. The entitled sister in this story sounds absolutely spoiled rotten and I'm honestly utterly surprised that the mom even agreed to go on that trip with this kid. It's clear that this is the kind of kid who would freak out and lose their mind if they don't get their way, which is very clearly obvious with the way she treated this lady's boyfriend. So overall, I completely understand why this original poster doesn't really talk to their older sister much, because I bet it's probably very hard to get anything done when the person you're talking to only thinks about themselves. And honestly, nobody needs that kind of energy in their life. I think my boyfriend has been crying in private when I'm not around. He insists he's fine, but I'm not sure what to do about this. I'm a 25-year-old female, and my boyfriend is 20 
25 as well. We've been together for just under three years and have lived together for over a year. He's usually very stoic. I've seen him cry a few times after his father passed away and have seen him tear up in a gritted teeth sort of way when he's been in a lot of pain, but that's about it. But for the last week or so, I've suspected that he's been crying a lot and trying not to let me see it. The first time I heard what sounded like crying through the door, I knocked and asked if everything was okay, and after a second, he very cheerily responded that it was. Okay, that's fine. Maybe I misheard. Maybe what I thought was crying was actually suppressed laughing at a YouTube video or something. His voice didn't sound like he had been crying after all, so maybe I was mistaken. Then the next day, I walked into the kitchen and he was sitting at the table, head in his hands, definitely crying. But as soon as he heard me, he got up and started talking about dinner. This time, his voice definitely did sound like he had just been crying, and his eyes were visibly red. I asked him if he was okay, and if he wanted to talk about anything, but nope, same immediately cheery demeanor. After this basic pattern happened a few more times, I sat him down and told him outright that I had heard him crying, that I was always there if he needed to talk about anything at all, and that I loved him, and was starting to get worried, and if he didn't want to talk to me about it, he could at least talk to someone. Again, I got nothing from him. He was deflecting all over the place with jokes and stuff along those lines, which isn't usually abnormal for him, but this was a serious relationship talk, and he's always been very mature and honest during those. That is, until today when we had this talk. He just kept making jokes through the whole thing. I'm honestly at a complete loss. I've never seen him like this before. As far as I'm aware, there haven't been any recent events in his life that could have caused this. No one passing away or anything like that. Should I just give him space since he clearly doesn't want to talk about it? I love him with all of my heart and want to do whatever's best for him, but I'm seriously worried about his mental health. How should I respect his wishes while making sure he's safe? What should I do? I definitely see this as really alarming. You've been with this guy for three years and you've never seen him cry except for maybe a handful of times. And now all of a sudden, anytime you're not there, he's just crying a lot. It seems like something really is going on in his life that is causing him a lot of pain in his life. It's hard to say what it is and it's hard to say, hey, let me get involved because I know if I was in his shoes, I probably would not want to tell my significant other about it. As a man myself, I know for a fact that men in general are conditioned at a pretty young age not to cry. We don't show emotions. We don't do anything like that. Any emotions or negative emotions like crying is seen as weak and you'll be judged for that. I know that I was taught that at a very early age and honestly, it's a very toxic thing that's very hard to shake. So the fact that your husband was deflecting and choosing not to talk to you openly about his feelings is not that unusual. Unfortunately, that's kind of a society standard that has pushed on kids at an early age in life where instead of dealing with their emotions, they're told to suck it up and just be a man. So honestly, I think your best bet if he's not willing to open up is to just be there for him as best as you can. He's probably going through a lot right now and you obviously can't make him open up to you, but just giving him some space and being there with him will hopefully make a world of difference in his life. I can also say forcing him to open up to you is not going to work. I know if that was me, that would only push me away even more and make me more guarded about my emotions. So I think just be careful, love him and be there for him. And hopefully this whole situation gets worked out in the end. Today, I messed up by making fun of astrology. Okay, so this happened earlier this morning and well, I'm pretty bemused by the whole thing. So because it's relevant to the story, I'm an astrophysicist. It's what I do for a job and honestly, I can't lie, I do laugh at and openly mock nonsense like astrology. But if people want to believe it, they are free to do so. So I had been talking to this girl on WhatsApp that I'd match with on Tinder. We'd been getting along really quite well and we're probably going to meet up fairly soon. One day out of the blue, she 
asked me for my star sign, stating that she needs it to check our compatibility. When I heard this, it took everything in me not to start laughing, and was honestly a big red flag. I can't quite tell if she's being totally serious, or basically just asking when roughly my birthday was, maybe. So I told her that I'm a Leo, which is exactly what I am, but also included some laugh emojis because whenever anyone mentions star signs, I always think of this stand-up sketch comedian who basically made fun of this that I absolutely love. She asked me why I put the laugh emoji, so I told her about the comedy sketch that makes me laugh anytime someone brings up astrology. In fact, I even sent her the link to the sketch itself. Now, in hindsight, I realize now perhaps sending a YouTube link with the title basically trashing astrology to someone who is clearly interested in it is perhaps not the wisest idea, and I had hoped that she would have watched it and just enjoyed the humor. I have no idea if she actually watched it, but I believe she did. Anyway, I got like a one-word reply of cool, and when I replied just a little bit later, I saw that she no longer had her profile picture anymore, and I couldn't see anything. And honestly, I just have to laugh. I officially got blocked. Evidently, she took some offense to what is basically some very tame stand-up comedy and decided that blocking me as well as ghosting me was her best option. And for me, this is just one of the many reasons as to why I hate online dating. I gotta be honest, I looked it up and based on your star sign alone, this is exactly what a Leo would do. No, I'm just kidding. That's actually really hilarious. I'm also one of those people that will openly mock astrology at any chance I get, but I'm very careful around family members who do like astrology. Like the last thing I want to do is hurt anybody's feelings for the stuff that they're interested in. In my opinion, getting into astrology is just about as harmless as picking your Harry Potter house. It's totally fine, nobody gets hurt, and at the end of the day, you might end up with some cool rocks you can put on your mantle. If anything, for this original poster, they probably dodged someone absolutely crazy. I would never want to be with someone who can't take a joke, and obviously, they sent them a joke comedy sketch. And instead of finding some relatable humor in it, they decided, nope, I'm out. So good for this guy for chasing off the crazy, and hopefully while they're online dating, they'll try and find someone that matches up with their star sign. Today, I messed up by lying to my girlfriend about hanging out at my friend's house. For some context before we start, my girlfriend does not like my friends. My girlfriend gets very mad very easily and will ignore me and treat me like a stranger when she's mad. So me and my friend finish eating dinner when our group of friends invited us both to catch up and hang out at another friend's house. I wanted to go hang out, but I knew that if I told my girlfriend that I was going, she would get mad at me. Now, I hate when she gets mad at me. She always acts like the victim and generally just gives me the silent treatment until I constantly say I'm sorry. And even then, I have to wait. But I really wanted to go hang out with my friends after a long work week. So I did the stupidest thing I could think of, and I lied to her. I told her I was at my relative's house fixing something, which she believed me. But I felt really guilty, and I knew it wasn't right. So about 90 minutes into the hangout, I told my girlfriend if it was okay that I go to my friend's house just to hang out. She put two and two together and realized very quickly that I had lied to her. She was immediately super mad at me, and rightfully so. So I asked asked my friend to carpool me home and I left. In total, I spent around two hours at my friend's house. When I reached my house, my girlfriend called me. I picked it up and she proceeded to blow up on me, in which I honestly, rightfully deserved it. And when I say blow up, I mean that she is screaming at me at the top of her lungs. It's the type of screaming that would make your voice give out. I knew I was at fault. I told her that I only did it so she wouldn't be upset at me, to which she said that she would have been anyways, but this made her 1,000 times 
matter. She then told me how the only reason I told her was because I felt guilty, to which I said I did and I knew it was wrong. She then said that her opinion doesn't matter and that if I cared about her opinion or her feelings, I would have told her right away. I admit I lied because I got selfish. I didn't want to deal with my girlfriend being upset while hanging out with my friends, so I lied about where I was, and now she said she can't trust me, which absolutely crushed me. I know I lied, and I know I deserve the repercussions, but I did it for a reason, and not for malicious intent. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. While I don't think you should have lied to your girlfriend about where you were going and the people you were spending time with, it doesn't dismiss the fact that your girlfriend is absolutely insane, and not in a good way. I'm just gonna say it, she straight up treats you like garbage, and she does not care about you. This sounds like a very controlling and manipulative girlfriend who is literally trying to isolate you from your friends. This does not sound like a good person. If I was in your shoes and my girlfriend was screaming at me at the top of my lungs, all because out of a desperate attempt I lied and said that I was doing something else, Else, when in reality I was at my friend's house, there's no way I would stick with her. I would very quickly break up with this lady. She got super angry, like actually screaming mad, all because you spent time with your friends. Like this is a super toxic relationship that you can do without, to be honest. You don't sound like a bad person just from this post alone. Maybe there's other things going on that we don't know about as the readers, but based on what you have told us, you can do a lot better than this. And it really sucks because it sounds like just from what you posted, you don't have the guts to break up with her and find somebody else because nobody in a healthy relationship would have to desperately apologize to their significant other just for them to take them back all because you went to hang out with your friends. Now, if these friends were super toxic and like a legitimately bad influence on you, I can see where your girlfriend's coming from. But screaming as if you just kicked her dog or ran over her cat is just not the appropriate response to some guy hanging out with his friends at college. Like that seems like an overreaction. So yeah, you might have messed up with lying, but honestly, I would get out 
out of that relationship because what you're currently dealing with is super toxic and it is not healthy for you in the slightest. My stepmother hates me and I really don't know how to tell my dad. What should I do? When my dad first introduced my stepmom to me when I was 10 years old, she was very nice to me and she looked so happy that we met and hoped that we would get along. They got married when I was 13 years old and I was so happy that me and my dad had a new member of our family. I thought my stepmother and I were getting along really well. That is until a few months after their honeymoon. She told me one morning that we just need to pretend to like each other around my dad, but when he is not here, that I shouldn't even bother her. Honestly, this shattered me, but I agreed because I didn't know what else to do. After that day, whenever it was just me and my stepmother, she would say things to get to me, and I would just not say anything. I'm introverted, and I don't like confrontation, so I just took it and thought over time she would get over it, but it only honestly got worse. She would talk about my height, my weight, and say I was just a funny looking version of my dad. I hope my dad would notice, but he didn't. He actually thinks me and my stepmother are really close, and that she understands me. He looks so happy with her, that I thought maybe it's just not worth saying anything, and just giving it some time. This year, my stepmother has started picking on me around my dad, and he has either joined in or just completely ignored it. I have voiced that what she says makes me uncomfortable, as well as hurts my feelings, but my dad says she is just teasing and doesn't mean to hurt me. Well, right now, I'm just about at the end of my patience, and I'm scared, I'm angry, and just frustrated at my stepmother and my dad. My dad was away for work, and it was just me and my stepmom at home, and she had a party at home with a couple of her friends. I went ahead and helped set up the house and cook dinner as well, because my dad asked me to help out, which is fine, I don't mind. After they ate and just hung out, they were spending time out on the porch when I heard my stepmom and her friends talk very loud outside my window while I was in my room. My stepmom's friends talked about how lucky my stepmom was to have such a nice husband and a nice house. When they mentioned how nice it was that I cooked for them, my stepmother told them that I was annoying and weird and that she hated me and hated living with me and couldn't wait until I was 18 years old so she could kick me out. I was shocked that she hated me that much, but I didn't know why. To be honest, I thought we were tolerating each other really well, but I must have done something for her to just hate me. But honestly, I can't think of what I did. I've been down since that day, which was about two weeks ago, and I thought I would get past the initial feelings. But today, I burst into tears. I cried so much that I'm still sitting in my car, trying to process all of this. I'm trying to get some kind of advice on how to talk to my dad about this, because I'm scared about how he will react. I don't want my dad to be sad, because he does so much for me. But I'm not strong like him. I'm really struggling. My question is, how can I approach this conversation with my dad about my stepmother hating me? Or should I even tell him at all? What should I do? I can tell you right now that unless you record your stepmother making these comments about you, he probably won't believe you. He obviously dismissed anything you said about her making you feel uncomfortable by making degrading comments about you. But if there's some kind of video or audio evidence, then that will literally be the only thing that will convince him otherwise. You have somebody who's trying to derail your life. She has made it abundantly clear that she does not like you and that when you turn 18, she's going to kick you out of the house. And honestly, from my perspective, the only way to get him to believe you is to have some actual evidence because otherwise she's just going to lie and it's only going to get worse. So I wish you the best of luck and hopefully this works out in your favor. My boyfriend has lost complete interest in me and he doesn't want to admit it or talk about it. What should I do? So for the past few days, he has been acting very distant with me and doing things that really makes me think that he's lost interest in me, such as randomly disappearing 
disappearing for one to two hours without warning, and when he finally texts me back again, he doesn't even tell me he missed me or bothered to explain to me what he was doing or even just giving me a message saying that he was sorry he couldn't reply but that he missed me or something. These days, he has been out with his friends and not texted or called me at all. While he was out and not on his phone, I wrote him long and cute messages about how much I miss him because we always text each other cute things about how much we miss each other even if one of us is not on our phone. But he ignored every cute thing I wrote him and only replied with something dry like, sorry, my phone died. And then he disappears again without any explanation or even a sorry and it's becoming a normal thing now. The old him would have texted me something like, baby, I have 10%, my phone will die, so don't think I'm ignoring you, I'll miss you, I love you, and I'll be home soon. It would be the small things that mean the most to me. But recently he stopped doing those things and he stopped making me feel like I'm important. I wrote him long paragraphs about how I felt and he replied with something really short and dry like saying, oh no, that's not true, claiming that he just wasn't on his phone and it's like I can never tell him how I feel because he's always just going to act like it's nothing and it's like he's not even reading what I wrote because he sends these super short replies. What should I do? It honestly seems like the original poster in this story is being incredibly obsessive of their boyfriend. I'm sure at the beginning of the relationship it was probably this cute thing where it's like, oh yeah, let's text all the time. Of course I'm not ignoring you, I've just said 10%. But after a while, that behavior got really old really quick. Like, this guy can't go one to two hours without texting his girlfriend, as well as his girlfriend thinking, oh no, he's lost interest in me. When in reality, he's probably just doing other stuff for the day. Like, keeping up that behavior would probably be exhausting from the boyfriend's standpoint. Especially when this is your girlfriend's mentality. Oh, he didn't text me the way he normally does. He must be losing interest in me. Like, that's really crazy if you ask me. Someone disappearing for a few hours because they're doing other things doesn't mean that they're drifting away from you. If anything, it probably just means they're being a normal human being and getting stuff done. Like, the fact that you expect him to talk to you 24-7 and somehow assume that that's normal is enough proof for me to say that the original poster in this situation is being extremely clingy. And that's just really, really obnoxious in my opinion. If I was in this relationship, I would be very unhappy. And I would probably make room for some space in my life. Otherwise, I would feel completely suffocated. Like, this behavior of checking in with your girlfriend every minute of every day and sending these super cute detailed messages is legitimately not possible to maintain in a relationship. I don't know, maybe there's someone out there that does have a long-term relationship like that where they're able to maintain that cute attitude from the beginning all the way till now. If you're one of those people, let us know in the comments. But overall, I can't imagine having to text my significant other like that every time or else they're going to think that I don't like them anymore. So in all honesty, I think the original poster needs to chill out and stop being so obsessive over how their boyfriend is texting them. Because chances are he probably still does like you. But if you keep pushing it and if you keep assuming that he doesn't like you, then you're probably only going to drive him away. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.